Hi, and welcome back to The Therapy Guy. First, I'd like to say thanks for tuning in and for listening to our podcast yet again. Uh, We've got some great episodes coming up. And today, we're going to be talking about some questions and feedback that we received, discussing who our clients are, why do we leave everything to the last minute when we dis- when we talk about mental health? And what are the everyday signs? I'm also going to end with a few tips at the end of how you can deal with your sort of low mood, anxiety, those sort of things to help you guys out. So first, just a quick introduction to me again. My name's Alan. I record as a therapy guy. I have a couple of businesses here in Plymouth in the UK and both my businesses are really busy and we work in the mental health sector and at the moment we're seeing on average about 500 sort of clients, uh, people each month. So getting back to the feedback and questions that we received from our last podcast, one of the questions we was asked was, who are our clients? Are they predominantly women or men, etc.? Where do they come from? It's always a difficult question for us to answer this when people do ask me, and you'd be surprised how often I do get asked this question. So, for example, marketing people, all those sorts of people ask me who my target audience are, all those sort of cliche questions. Well, the answer really is, is really varied and broad. We see children all the way up to senior citizens. There is no age limit for people experiencing issues with their mental health. There's no gender divide really either. Very sort of classically uh, and in a sort of cliche way, uh, when I first started uh, as a therapist, most of my clients were sort of women because they are more able to talk about their feelings and emotions they're actively encouraged to where men of a certain age uh, and generationally are sort of inclined encouraged to sort of man up and get on with it be the strong silent type i'm happy to report that that is definitely changing more and more men are coming forward more and more men are recognising the importance of looking after their own mental health. And there's a lot of things, a lot of services out there actively encouraging people to enter into services or seek the support that they need. So, to recap, uh, the age group is anything from children to senior citizens. And we, we see, on average, a near enough a 50-50 split of clients between males and females entering into our service at any point. Totally different with what sort of job and career paths they come from. They could be coming from people from manual handling backgrounds, from service industries, right up to people who are managing directors, people with their own businesses, all this sort of thing. So again, there's no cliche or classic ideal client. It's you, you and me. People like you and me can enter in and experience any sort of mental health and need to seek support at any moment. And I would actively encourage you, of course, 
to speak to someone, to try to get some support if you, a friend or colleagues or family members are experiencing any sort of difficulties. The second question was, how long should I leave it before I seek sort of support from services like yours? Well, unfortunately, people tend to leave it too long. People tend to be, and I'm generalising, of course, with a lot of these things, but they generalise and they, they tend to leave it to the very last minute or when they're in crisis to actually seek support and encouragement at that time. So it really has to be the last possible thing that they do. That is starting to change, and I'm pleased to hear that the media, social media do play a part in that, and it's great uh, to actively encourage people. But I still think we're a long way away from people seeking the support that they need early. If you think about it, if there's something wrong with you medically, then you tend to go to the doctors quite quickly. If there's if you've got some sort of injury or anything else, you tend to seek help from specialists like physiotherapists or sports therapists to help you get back to playing your sport or doing your activity that you want to be. There's no real difference with your mental health. The earlier that you seek support, the easier it is for those people to guide you back to where you want to be. When you leave it to the last minute, when we're in crisis, of course, it's going to take longer. It may seem more difficult and it does seem harder for people to actually get back to where they want to be and experience the life that they really deserve. So come on, guys. If you're seeing someone, if you know of someone who's struggling, just talk to them, encourage them, let them know that you're there to help and support them but also encourage them to seek the support that they need at that time, wherever it's from, whether that's from you, other friends, family members, or the local GP or doctors. And again, services like ours, who will be able to support people in that sort of environment. Now, the last question I got was basically around what are the everyday signs that they should look out for for somebody uh, experiencing some sort of mental health? So, once again, unfortunately, sorry about this, but it is very generalised because the effects and symptoms, the signs and symptoms that people can get vary greatly depending on the stress that they're under, the anxiety that they feel, but also the type of person that they are and their support network around them but i'll give you a couple and then that will help you start to recognize maybe in yourself or in someone that you know so one of the first things is sleep or appetite changes sleep plays a big importance in our health and well-being it's not rocket science really but we all feel better after a good night's sleep someone who's feeling low or anxious may start to struggle with that sleep pattern their sleep pattern may change and that eventually will have an effect on their emotional well-being they may be less inclined to eat or drink yes and again all of these things affect our emotional health you might see someone who 
changes mood quite rapidly. One moment they're quite angry or frustrated or they might be withdrawn or quiet when they're normally outgoing. They may be a bit more snappy or just quick to judge, those sort of things. So again, it's important to look out for these small important signs that will help you start to offer support when they need it most. It could be a case of engagement. So whatever they're doing, if they're working, if someone normally is working hard or something, their output can start to decrease as their enthusiasm and energy levels start to tire. They may have problems thinking or solving just normal everyday things like adding up their finances or doing simple tasks like going out, going shopping, meeting new people. So it can be really sort of telling when somebody's struggling to engage in their sort of usual behaviour. So in in reality, what you're doing is looking out for any changes in a person's behaviour from the norm. And if this starts to go on for a period of time and it is out of character for that person, talk to them. See if there's anything that they need help with. See if there's anything that you can do. See if there's any support that they might need. Whether you're a friend, an employee, a family member, colleague, doesn't matter. Talk to this person. It's what you and I would want if it was the other way around. So the thing I want to close with and uh, one of the things I'd like, like to leave you with is some tips for just helping all right, around that people with stress and anxiety. Now again, lots of different things can obviously help different people at different times and it depends on your personality, etc. But if I'm going to give you a few which will hopefully help you or help encourage other people to limit the damage that their mental health is affecting them. One of the things we could do is take time out. We tend to be overworked under a lot of pressure, okay? And we seem to forget about taking those breaks, even if it is only for five, ten minutes, stepping away from the problems, right? Letting yourselves clear the head. If you enjoy a cup of coffee or a, a drink like that in a cafe, go in, take it. Take that 10 minutes away from your desk or away from the environment that's starting this. Try to limit the alcohol that you're taking in. It can be quite easy to have a drink and forget or yes, but again, it just leads to further issues down the line. Trying to sleep or relaxed, although this can be difficult if we are feeling stressed or anxious. Trying to recognise or record how much sleep we're getting will give you an indication of what's going on for you. There's easy steps, there's lots of things that's available on the internet, uh, and I'll be telling you different ways as we go through these podcasts in the future. Some different things that you can do around your breathing. So taking those deep breaths, counting to 10 slowly, just to slow your breathing down and relaxing and repeating if necessary. Trying to pull back from seeking perfection. Nobody's perfect. We can never be perfect all of the time, but we put an incredibly amount of pressure on ourselves to be perfect.
One of the big things I talk to people about when they come to see me is about what they can and can't control. We are encouraged to think and feel that we're in control of everything and we should be in control of our lives. When when we think about it, we're in control of very little. So look at what you actually can control. You may not be able to control the amount of work your employer or your boss is giving you. You may not be able to control the financial situation or different things that are happening in the world. So none of that is your responsibility. Look for, maybe record or talk to other people. I can't stress that enough. The earlier you talk to someone, the easier it will be. Uh, And the easier it will be to get back to where you want to be and actually find the support that you need. I hope some of these things have helped you. And if you've got any questions or you would like to let me know your comments and feedback of anything I've said, please do so. Part of the things I have to do is generalise a lot, yes, because, like I said, everything and every person reacts in different ways. So different things work for different people. So if one thing doesn't work for you, please try something else. Fire away with your questions. I can answer you personally, all right, or I can answer you through the podcasts, because if you're thinking of that question, I'm sure somebody else is. We're looking forward to the next episode. It's going to be based around possibly uh, in a couple of episodes time, sorry, we might get a child therapist in. He's going to be in talking about his work with young people. All right. Uh, And the next episode will be coming out next week. And I look forward to you tuning in then. But just for the moment, you take care of yourselves. And this is the Therapy Guy just signing off. Thank you.